You are entering a space of thoughts and jokes, of echoes and analysis, a stopover from sense, a sojourn from sincerity, the cross-section between entertainment and bewilderment, a limitless void of laughter and curses from which few escape. You've just crossed the border into the spooky spot. Do you want to start the show? <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, What's the show called? <laughs> Leave me alone, I have a headache. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Leave Me Alone, I Have a Headache. <laughs> that would be my show. <laughs> I wouldn't have a show called a spooky Like, we have a show called a spooky spot, but personally... I would have a show called Leave Me Alone, I Have a Headache. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> if you asked me what the title of your show would be, I would say, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And welcome to Leave Me Alone, I Have a Spooky Spot. <laughs> We're supposed to invite them in. Please th- come in, I have a spooky spot. <laughs> I thought we weren't their friends. They don't know that. It's true, maybe I'll cut that part out (laughs) They don't know that Well, friend My name is Jess Internet friend? Yes All the internet friend? Yes And I'm Liz There you go We're your internet friends For now Your internet cryptid friends (laughs) Pretty much Uh, Here on the spooky spot In case you've forgotten Because it has been uh, Three months <clears throat> we watch anthology shows such as The Twilight Zone, which we've finally getting back to. <laughs> finally. Finally. Now that we're in a, a home again. Now that we are in a home, yeah. How was your summer? Uh, it was not good. It was not good. Not no. a good summer at all. Bad summer. Bad yep. summers all around. Bad summer 2018. <sighs> It's such a shame 2018 had to have such a bad summer. Yeah. Well, listeners, I hope you had a good summer. <laughs> that That's all I gotta say about that. Yep. <laughs> all right, rock on. Oh, new Twilight Zone? Yes. With the Jordan reboot Peele. announced? Yeah. Coming out with Jordan Peele? Yeah, he's in it, but it's mainly him making it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think he's the, the Rod Serling character. The king. Rod Serling's a character? Jordan Peele is Rod Serling. (laughs) That'd be so good to watch. I mean, I would guess, yeah, he'd be wearing a suit and he'd be doing the... Which, if you think about it, we can't prove Rod Serling's not a character. It's true. We don't know that he was a real man. Yeah. He was just an elaborate creation. Does Rod Serling sound like a real name? No. No. (laughs) Sounds like an OC name. Here's Rod Sterling, my OC. Shit. <laughs> there, there's that episode about the guy. Who has the oh, sh- <laughs> Oh, there is that episode. Rod knew this. Rod knew he was just a creation. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. We found it, folks. We can quit. We can, t- we can hang up our hats. We found we've, the loophole. We've unlocked the secret of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> the secret of Rod Sterling. <laughs> So yeah, new new Twilight Zone. Was it early twenty nineteen? Something like that. Something like that. Okay. I didn't look too much into it. I just saw that 
Jordan posted, you know, the, the opening with the, the boo-doo-doo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we all know and love. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, we're not far enough behind as it is. No. By, by the time people hear this, they've known about that for quite a while, yeah. I presume. Yeah, we're not a news podcast. We're just a recap of something old. Yeah. Uh, well, you tell a little bit of news when you're like, hey, this actor was in this. I mean, that's not news. That's trivia. News to me. Okay. Just kidding. Maybe it's news to you, listener. No, most of the time I'm like, oh, that actor looks familiar. wonder what he was in. And I looked it up. And, and like, I didn't recognize him yet because he's, like, 20 years old. (laughs) Yeah. He's a little baby. Yeah. Also, it's October. The most spookiest time of the year. The spookiest, yes. I feel bad we already missed half of October. When it should be our time to shine. You know what? This is our time to just come back. It's true. We're shining just by coming back. Yeah. Let's go with that. All right. <laughs> Look, let's go. The bar is so low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and if any of you listeners are up at five or six in the morning, sci-fi usually plays in Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah. I don't... They should be, like, doing marathons all the time in October. That's what I would do at Sci-Fi Hire Me, mm. but um, they haven't, so... That's a real shame. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would just show Twilight Zone all the time if they ever hired that's, me. That's why they haven't hired you. Yeah. They know that I would do it too much. Yeah. Yeah. You also need to put some Winona in there. You know, Sci-Fi is just <laughs> Twilight Zone. Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, so here's my pitch. Okay. So it's uh, Twilight Zone Tuesdays. And why Nona Herb Wednesdays? Done. And the rest of the days of the week, I, Just don't, I don't care. Fucking, <laughs> I don't know. Show some of those crappy movies y- y'all make so much. Don't call them crappy. <laughs> They'll never hire you at this rate. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure they know. They know at this point. They made five Sharknado movies. They're proud of those. <laughs> They're proud of the first one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I remember... One of them was just called Another One. I don't remember if it was three or four. That's true. One of them was just called Back at It Again at Sharknado. <laughs> they had some good movies. Yeah. They also have had some good shows that they've canceled. Oh, you mean Blood Drive? <sighs> yes, I mean Blood Drive. Rest in peace, Blood Drive. I think about you every day. Blood Drive. And there's also that good show called Hunters with the aliens. Oh, yeah, you guys were watching that. That was good. They left it off with a giant bomb exploding and us not finding out who lived or died. That was fine. I'm fine. We're fine. We (laughs) don't care about that. Who cares? I care. I'm not dying at all. (sighs) They also had Lost Girl and Warehouse 13, though those were not sci-fi creations. No. Those were just ones that sci-fi had. Yeah, that was a Canadian channel for Lost Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had an ending. They had, like, six seasons? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. They had an ending. Sometimes you get an ending and sometimes you don't. Warehouse 13 had like three or four seasons. Somehow. Yeah, had like four. Somehow. I think I only ever watched like the first two, yeah. I didn't watch any of it, but my mom was hooked. It was not, it wasn't bad. She was absolutely hooked. It was a good show. If I remember correctly, H.G. Wells was in it. Yeah. A couple times. And H.G. Wells was an Asian woman. If I remember correctly. A lot of them were women, yeah. 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 All right, girls go girls. The Warehouse 13 story. (laughs) And that one guy. And that one guy who was... Tagged along, I guess. 
He was not the guy from Bones, but he looked exactly like the guy from Bones. I can't even remember what he looks like. I know what the I know what David Boreanaz looks like. He's just Bones. a boilerplate white man. He honestly is, yeah. Uh, but we're not we're Sorry not here to... any warehouse thirteen fans who liked him. Rest in pieces. <laughs> who the fuck was watching that show for him? I don't know. I don't know. And we're we're not here to talk about Warehouse thirteen. We're, we're t- here to talk about Blood Drive. <laughs> That'd be a short podcast. Shut <laughs> your freaking mouth. I could go forever talking about Blood Drive, okay? I, I believe you. How could. dare you? <laughs> the disrespect to this new home is off the charts. <laughs> I gotta bring some salt into this new house. It needs to get christened. God, I am leaving. Oh. <laughs> Well, listeners, it's been a, a short comeback, but now I'm afraid this book is about to go on permanent hiatus. How dare you, Detective Diaz? I am your superior officer. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, well, we're talking about the Twilight Zone now. Let's go to the title of the episode. All right, today we watched... Season 1, episode 14, third from the sun. I almost said third rock from the sun, well, which is still not what this episode is called. Well, isn't it? I can't believe John Lithgow was in an episode of The Twilight Zone. I could believe that. I also could. I think he was in some episodes of the reboot, or one of the reboots that they did. Don't say, you can't say I can't believe he wasn't in it and be like, oh wait, yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the listeners couldn't see me just shrug my shoulders. They they should know what that sound means. Well, because I shrugged and then I made the sound. <laughs> Y'all know what it means, right? Yeah. Can't believe Lord Farquaad was in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> oh, God. I went there. His most iconic role. <laughs> Next to his work on the Progresso commercials. Oh, no. Sorry, John Lithgow. Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> He's not dead. I'm like, what? <laughs> you got a full-on head turn for that one. I'm like, he's not dead. He's still doing progressive commercials. <laughs> no, that's an artificial intelligence. <laughs> they took enough sound bites from him, they could yeah. just lace it together. <laughs> still not dead. <laughs> still not dead. I'm sorry for that slander where I said he was dead. Slander against Blood Drive. Slander against John Lithgow. You're on a roll. What else are you going to, like, disrespect tonight? I don't know. It's early in the episode, early in the night. Early in the episode. The episode has not started yet. Okay. All right. Hello, Mother. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. No, oh, yeah, okay. Tonight, we watched. Just, just scrap this whole beginning. <laughs> this whole opening 20 minutes. <laughs> so this episode opens up at a... Uh... A plant of some kind. You know, like an industrial plant. Yeah. They got, like, the electric pylons and whatnot. All the plant employees are leaving for the night, and a security guard is checking their IDs and reciting their departments. Which I don't know why. Because <laughs> you, the viewer, don't know what they are, yeah, so... Yeah, it's still it's odd for a security person to do that. They'd say it out loud, I don't know. Because the other, I, other guy's checking off on a list or something, I don't know. Um, and all these folks work in various uh, weapons developments, like germ warfare and 
the weather machine. I don't know. Hydrogen um, something. Yeah, hydrogen armaments, yeah. which is the development of an H-bomb, essentially. It made me think of um, the episode of The Simpsons where the Homer goes to work for Hank Scorpio as the... He, like, heads up his nuclear division. Turns out Hank is, like, a big evil man. Gonna be bent on world destruction. Mm. And Homer's like, my team's way ahead of the germ warfare and weather <laughs> machine divisions. <laughs> and so we meet uh, Sturka. I think his first name is William. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> William Sturka. We'll call him. Billiam. Billy Sturka. <laughs> uh, who works in hydrogen armament. And he's uh, walking off. He lights a cigarette and... Uh, Somebody asks for him to hold the light. And I... Lots of Dutch angles already. Whole thing. So we already know something weird is going on. Yeah. Something's off kilter. What is it? Um, the episode with Changing Faces and is everything outside is Dutch? Everything outside was Dutch, yes. Yeah. Also everything... Just everything. everything is All, Dutch. Outside, inside, upside down. Dutch. Dutch. You can count more straight shots than you can the Dutch ones. Um, and also the score is immediately unsettling. It's just kind of... My fave. Spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Why don't we always have that in the background when we're talking? <laughs> it would be distracting. But, like, really quietly. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> it's Halloween! Come on! Okay, okay. All right, I'll, I'll get it going. This guy's name, he was talking to Starka... His name is Connor something. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't write anybody's name down. <laughs> I did not write down a single man's name. Well, we were wondering how good these notes were. They were bad. Because <laughs> you just wanted to get them over with. I, I thought we were going to record sooner and I would actually remember this name. <laughs> Connor Carling, there we go. I wrote his name down somewhere else. Carling. Carling, it's not a good, I didn't say it was a good name. And like, yeah, we like hear it once and that's it. Well, because we hear, because Bill calls him... I still think his name is William. Who knows? Um, Bill calls him Connor here, and then we hear him called Carling later. Yeah. <clears throat> so you have to put together his whole name of Connor Carling. Because also no one wants to say that name out loud, because it's stupid. Well, once again, Rod is, you know, 100 for 100 for the weird names. Back at it again with the weird names. Carling here is talking about his his work developing the bomb. He's like, oh, you guys are working hard, right? We're hardly working, eh? JK, they work really hard. They gotta work really hard. JK, they're like, done with the bomb. Mm. (laughs) And so he's like, oh, yeah, it's coming. Oh, boy, it's coming. So they're uh, they're in an arms race against, you know, somebody. Honestly. Somebody. Well, <laughs> I know you get mad at you got mad at me before for ruining the end of an episode. Am I allowed to ruin the end of this episode? I don't know. I don't You got mad at me before. Well that was like the first episode. That wasn't the first one, it was it another was one. One of the first ones. Alright. And you're like, oh this happens. Plot yeah. twist. It's, <laughs> <laughs> well the the enemy is left intentionally vague. But there is an enemy. There is an enemy. We know that much. A and bomb. We're, we're gonna bomb them. Yeah. And it's gonna be 48 hours until the bombs take out the enemy. Love it. And Sturka's like, oh boy, well, what's uh, what's gonna happen when we launch our bombs at them? 
And I wish you said it like that. Like, our bombs. And Connor's like, well, I guess they'll launch bombs, too. I guess. But they're not as good as ours, and they won't kill as many people. And Sturka's like, oh, so, like, only 30 million people will die instead of 100 million? <laughs> he's like, that's loser talk. Uh, yeah, it's, he's like, he calls him out, he's like, oh, you defeatist? And it's like, no, he's just being rational. No, it's like... <laughs> you dumbass. It's almost like bombs are bad. God. <laughs> uh, boy. So you don't think it's great to bomb a bunch of people? Hmm. Gotta talk about that. Yeah. It's bad. Is it? It was It was really interesting to rewatch this episode after I watched... Uh, Fuck Manhattan. Mm-hmm. There we go. I was like that show where they're building the bomb out in the desert. It was good. Yeah, it was. It was a good show. Yeah, I think they were losing. They were losing the plot down at the, that's the bottom. Why, that's why I got canceled. That's why I, I could tell. <laughs> yeah. They were. They were getting a little, little frazzled the closer they got to the bomb tests. But that first season was really, really good. Yeah. Everyone should go watch Manhattan. Yeah, only two seasons. There you go. It's only two. Yeah. The show that that whole. Channel keeps putting out good shows, but then they get canceled. Yeah, but they're still good. Yeah, they're good shows. Yeah, no one watches it though because no one, no nobody. It's not technically a cable channel. Yeah, yet. nobody knows WGN. It's not technically. It's not ABC. Yeah, or, or N- NBC. If you like, I went on the website before, and it's like, oh, we're not, you know, a cable company yet, and it's like, oh, uh, <laughs> we're trying. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So anyway, with all this uh, talk about how bombs are bad, Connor's like, oh, you better watch what you say. You can't walk around saying bombs are bad. While you're making the bombs. Mm. And Sturka's like, oh, I guess I should watch what I think, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes, because I'm a narc. <laughs> Me, Connor Carling, the narc. <laughs> Which, you know, with a name like that. With a name like Connor <laughs> Carling, he must be a narc. Who's surprised? <laughs> Well, he's, he's always got his hat at a jaunty angle. He's always, you know, the music is extra spooky when he's around. He's always got, like, this white linen suit on. Yeah, he's wear, he's always wearing white clothes. Everyone else is just kind of wearing clothes that probably aren't gray, but it's a black and white <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah. So you have no idea. Which, uh, you know, wearing a white suit all the time just makes me think of Mr. Fish Odor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout-outs to Mr. Fish Odor. Love you. <laughs> Marry that man. No. No. <laughs> so we're we're immediately setting up this real mood of unease and paranoia. Jauntiness. This jaunty paranoia. <laughs> um I love it. Name my new band, there Jaunty Paranoia. <laughs> I was waiting for you. Shit. Uh and then finally the, the narration comes in here and says, Hey, it's quitting time down at the old Weapons factory. Um, time to chill and relax. Except there's doom on the horizon. And uh, we see Sturka come home. And he wears a huge button on his lapel that has his, you know, employee number and whatnot on it. You can't steal that, right? No. No one can steal that. And he... <laughs> it's funny, he stands outside his house and just kind of like looks... Just gazes off into the middle distance... Thinking about how it'll all be gone. <laughs> this is the end. And then inside the house, um, St- <laughs> Stark is just kind of looking at this weird statue that's in his living room. 
I mm, I don't know how to explain what this statue looks like. It's not a it's not a, it's not an object. It's just a thing. It's not based off anything. It almost looks like some kind of weird urinal. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a, got like a bowl in it. It's a blobby thing. It's a weird bowl blob. I don't know. The decor in their house is extremely bizarre. And it's... <laughs> when I first watched it, I thought it was just what people in the 50s thought the future would look like. <laughs> but... Yeah. I'm gonna spoil the episode. These people aren't on Earth. <laughs> this is This is actually what... People in the 50s think an alien home looks like. Yep. But, you know, it's almost got that retro futurism because we are watching this in the year of our Lord 2018. There's also some uh, weird music playing. It's not a synthesizer, but it almost sounds like somebody playing the top of wine glasses. <laughs> All the music in this episode is on point. It's, Let's just say that. It's very good. Yeah. It's, it's good shit. And Stroker's daughter comes in. And she's like, yeah, mom's out in the, the backyard gardening. Or trying to. And she wants to have a, a dance with him. And Stroker's like, no, none of this. <laughs> and he reaches down into the void in the counter where the record player is. And he shuts it off. Um, and so his, his daughter, Jody asks him what's wrong. And he's like, oh, nothing. I just feel old and everybody's going to die. <laughs> he doesn't you know, say, just he doesn't, dad things. Just the dad things. <laughs> uh, and she's like, oh, what? don't you like your job or nothing? And he's like, no, it's, it's fine. It's just a job. Making bombs. <laughs> I'm loving every minute of it. Honestly. <laughs> oh, no, it must be so hard making weapons of mass destruction. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, yeah, yeah, she says, she's like, oh, it must be so hard making fever bombs and hydrogen bombs and he's like no 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 it's the, I'm just a cog in a machine nothing is my responsibility it is a little bit yeah it is a little bit just cause there's 70 people working on a bomb doesn't mean you're not part of it buddy you are 170th responsible for the bomb <laughs> and Jody's like oh it just it feels something strange a real sense of fear and paranoia <laughs> Everybody's scared for some reason. The enemy. Because the enemy is on the horizon. Because the enemy. And uh, Bill tells her people are afraid because they make themselves afraid. You know, because they have to go make a bunch of fucking weapons and ruin every nice thing that we've ever done. Yep. We can't just have nuclear power. No, 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 no. We gotta turn it into weapons. a bomb. We need the weapons. We need those weapons. It's the only reason we ever invent anything. Cats? Weapons. Cats? Weapons. <laughs> you didn't invent those. I know. <laughs> Just keeping you on your toes. Oh, yeah. I, I went along with that before I realized what you said. Yep. Uh, and people never stop and say, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> And his daughter's just kind of sitting there listening. She's like, okay, thanks for the... Okay, thanks, Dad. Thanks for the philosophical screed, Father. And Circus just almost goes completely off. <laughs> He's almost like, and I can't believe everything's going to be fine. Invite the neighbors over for cards tonight. And he mentions their neighbor, Jerry, has been testing an experimental aircraft. Well, first the daughter has to complain that she has a date. Oh, yeah. And he's like, ha, 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 hey, stay home. <laughs> no. And she's like, oh, but I want to go out and be oh, a... Gee whiz, Dad. Gee whiz, I'm going to go out and be a fun teen. And he's like, 
don't. For the love of God, stay in this house. Please stay in this house. <laughs> there's a weird pig statue on their mantle that I noticed, and there's also like a person with no legs and some tiny arms. God. <laughs> God. Again, the statues in this house are so strange. Well, the the weird like bowl statue thing, he comes home and gropes. I like um when I first saw it cuz you know, he, he when he comes home, there's still that sense of doom and suspicion following him around. Mm-hmm. I thought like since it's like nicer than all the other statues in the house, it was like a listening device. I thought that as well, also because the camera focuses yeah. on, uh, like, a few of the sculptures. Yeah. Like, again, when he's upstairs talking to his wife. In the bedroom, yeah. There in the background and in the foreground is a, a statue, and I'm like... It's definitely, like, a listening device. Does that have a microphone in it? Yeah. It like, do. Yeah, it do. It do. And there's also, you know, some microphone in the garage basement, wherever his workshop is. No, that's just a narc outside your window. Yeah, I guess. You know? That's why That's why there needs to be a narc outside your window peeking in your windows because there isn't a microphone in the garage. Mm. That's why you have to turn on your weird buzzing machine. That, that, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> we got some things to say about that. We got some, <laughs> some stuff's going on. Um, Bill, you know, bickers with his daughter to, to break her date to not go out with this dude. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. He can die in this bonfire. Whatever. <laughs> Oh yeah, like it's like oh we can't tell anyone, and at first he's like we can't even tell Judy. And it's like no, tell Judy. Just tell, just tell Judy. <laughs> she oh, needs yeah, to Judy. know. It doesn't matter. It begins with a J. <laughs> tell JD. <laughs> Jackie. <laughs> Whatever. Bill goes upstairs because he's like oh this is too much. It's too much. Dad needs a nap. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And he, uh, we got our, our good friend the mirror shot. Like, <laughs> the, fir- the first half of this scene is all shot through their, their big bedroom mirror. And his wife, Eve, has followed him upstairs. And she's like, what's happening? Yeah, like, the, like whenever we see her, she's like, what's going on? She's so... Con- poor, poor Eve. So, you know, she does... She's having a bad time. Even worse than her bomb-building husband. <laughs> Bill's like, what do you think is happening? It's coming. We got, like, 48 hours. We're going. And what, he's like, sit down on the bed. And of course, they have two separate beds because this is 1960. <laughs> and even on this alien planet. <laughs> they still adhere to Western civilization. They still <laughs> adhere to the Hays Code. <sighs> where a married couple doesn't sleep in the same bed. God. So he says, yeah, sit down on the bed. And then they still sit down on separate beds. <laughs> they don't even sit on the same bed. And he, we have this talk where he's like, all right. You know, Jerry's going to come over, and then we're, we're all going to leave. Nobody knows what's going on, except you and me, and not even you that much. <laughs> and yeah, they're having this conversation in the background, and that another weird statue is in the foreground. Yeah. Jody calls upstairs, and she says that Jerry is here. Even though no one called him. Nobody called Jerry. He just showed the fuck up. Well, he, he showed up because he had to tell him about the problem with the plan. Problem with the plan? What are you talking about? No, what's going on? Oh my Shh. god. Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> Fucking Jerry doesn't know how to act cool at all. <laughs> Bill comes down, and they're talking in like a kind of clear code where they're like, oh, I hope you're not here to tell me that you can't play cards, or there's a problem with the cards. Wink, wink. And Jerry's fucking bad at this game. <laughs> Bill says, hey, is there a problem with your watch? Oh, let's go out to the garage, and I'll take a look at it. Wink, wink. And so they go out. 
to the garage, and Jerry's immediately like, okay, so here's the situation. We, we've got a problem, man, with the plan. <laughs> we got a problem. And Bill's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he turns on some machine that just goes... It's, it's probably to fix a watch, but you don't need that to fix a it, watch. Yeah, it just makes noise. Yeah. He just needs to turn it on so Narky McGee outside can't hear them. He only thinks the fucking garage is bugged. I guess. He talks about the plan freely in his bedroom with his wife. Exactly. And that, hey, we're gonna leave tonight. Yeah. He doesn't turn on a little thing to... Fuck, he's an idiot. I just realized that. He's a little (laughs) bit of a dumbass, yeah. He only fucking... Yeah, buddy, you were just talking about the plan with your wife. And in complete silence in a bedroom. Yeah. With a weird statue in it. With a weird statue in it. I want to imagine, like, where do they get these statues, and at what point would the government bug them? Can you imagine if they just showed up overnight, and, like, they didn't realize it? <laughs> or, like, you go to a garage sale, and you pick it up, it's like, oh, gee, this is cool, and you just got a government bug in it. <laughs> All statues. All of them. All of them. You're trying to pass them off? Too bad. They're just, they all got bugs in them. But yeah, he goes to the garage, because only the garage is bugged. Yeah. JK, that's the only place not bugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, he turns on the mo- the m- noise-making machine. <laughs> got a little problem? <laughs> the mo- <laughs> Hush. You shut your mouth. God. He turns on the machine and then walks to the other side of the garage where the actual work table is, <laughs> and then pretends to look at the watch. And Jerry's like, okay, so there's an issue with the guards. The one who I paid to look the other way leaves at 11 instead of 1 a.m. And so Bill's like, okay, well, we'll just have to, have to leave at 11. <laughs> cool. And Jerry's like, oh, but it's way more dangerous because there's way more people there. He's like, okay, well, all our fake papers that we have <laughs> say that uh, we're just your relatives here to take a look at the new secret government aircraft. And it's just a piece of paper that says I can do what I want on it. (laughs) Uh, And so he's like, yeah, it's cool. (laughs) Goes and shuts off in the machine and is like, yeah, I think I fixed your watch, but you should get somebody else to look at it. I can't get all the rust off. Whatever. However watches work. (laughs) Do, do, do. I fix these all the time. And they leave the, uh, the garage. And then we pan over Our to... Our buddy... We pan over to the high window. The very high window very, in the garage. The kind that you would see at the top of a basement, perhaps? Yeah, like a little, just a little peephole window. Yeah. Who peeps up in there, but Narky McGee, Connor Carlin. Which you just see his eyes at first, which is fine. Yeah, but then he... And then he stands up. He stands up, and you can see, like, up to his shoulders. <laughs> so what is he standing At up? the top of the garage. <laughs> like garbage cans? The local viewer is just not supposed to think of how high this garage is. Or if it is supposed to be a basement. In which yeah. case, either way... Still, yeah, it's fucked up. How's he, like, standing up? I don't know. It's fucked up. It's just so you see him and you know who he is. Yeah. Because you can't just see his eyes because your TV is tiny in the year of our Lord 1960. True. So we come back in the, uh, the squad here. is all sitting tensely around a table. We see Jody briefly in the background, and she looks fucking bored as hell. <laughs> Wait, Coffee she plays cards. Well, no, she's not gonna play cards. She's gonna, uh, stand there. Mm-hmm. They each, like, say a number. Like, seven, and fourteen. We don't know what the fuck this card game is. We have no it's idea a, what card it, game This is, is not an Earth card game. 
They're just saying words. Um, and Jerry deals out a couple of cards, and then he's like, oh, I won. <laughs> or Bill's like, oh, you sure are lucky. It doesn't matter. Cards is cards is nothing. And so the ladies go off to get some lemonade and cake from the, the kitchen. And while they're gone, Jerry whips out a piece of paper real quickly and shows a diagram to Bill. And he's like, we're going here. And, you know, it's got some some lines and numbers on it. And there's also a circle, and he just points at the circle. And he's like, here you go. Here, here it is. It's 11 million miles away. Knowing that it, that's another planet makes that absurd, because that's <laughs> not that far away. That's not... The sun is 93 hey, million miles hey, away. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah? They never said how far this planet is. They never said that it was... They never said what a mile is, either. They never said if it was one of our planets. Shh, shh. Okay. Let them have this very large number that 1960s only knows about, in theory. Okay. <laughs> they didn't know anything about space. No. It's true. <laughs> They're talking about how they, you know, they don't even know if this spacecraft can leave the atmosphere... You know, they were just testing it. <laughs> I mean, they're testing it. They might not have tested leave the atmosphere levels, but, you know. What the fuck like, are you guys doing? <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh, we might die. <laughs> no big. And it's like, <laughs> we'll definitely die if we stay here, so. <laughs> Jerry says, oh, we've caught some transmissions of their language, and it's really similar to ours. How about that? Which, you know, trying to keep with the us thinking it's them going to an alien planet. Yeah. Some earthlings leaving Earth. Yeah. As opposed to the other way around. But they lied. They don't lie. They just don't tell you the full truth. It's for you to project your own feelings of Cold War era paranoia on. Or your your own feelings of 2018 paranoia on. My OC Rod Sterling sure is a tricky guy. He's a tricky bitch. (laughs) He sure knows how to write him. Yeah. I don't know if he wrote this. I don't remember. Also, I want to bring up, there's lots of patterns... In their, what are you talking about? their living room. Just so many. And again, I didn't know if this was supposed to be what 1950s people thought the future would look like. I well is a bunch of weird patterns. If you think about, you know, all those really old couches with mm-hmm. all the patterns, yeah. I bet they went crazy back then. Oh yeah. They fucking went off. With colors and patterns. Oh yeah. I love it. Do you? Or are you a little horrified? I like the curtains at the very <laughs> just, just the curtains. Just the curtains are nice. I think the lampshades were a bit much. <laughs> There's a knock on a door, and uh, surprise, it's our good friend Narky McGee. And so he's like, oh, hey, what's going on, guys? I just came over for some lemonade. And the knowledge of the lemonade means that he definitely was listening. Yeah. He's also just talking slower, and he's like, oh, just uh, some lemonade. Just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Show would be a nice night to hang out on a porch or to just go to sleep and not do anything else. Yeah. Like, leave the planet. I love all the... In- like, as much as he is a narc, I do like all the inflections the actor put on it because he oh, did yeah. a good job. It's a good... He's doing a good performance. Yeah. And it's like, hey, uh, y'all hear about that ship that, you know, people could maybe use to flee a planet in the coming of a nuclear holocaust? <laughs> Fucked up, right? <laughs> Hey, I'm going to steal a cigarette that's right next to this diagram that you put face down on the table. <laughs> and Jerry's like, uh, piece of paper, give me that. He's like, ha, 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 let me just do some math to see how much money you owe me because I want it, the cards. And Connor's like, oh, 
I can't believe you lost at gambling. I thought you'd be really good at gambling. You know, like how you gamble your own safety? <laughs> oh, boy. How about that? Hmm. The ladies come back with the huge pitcher of lemonade. The biggest. Damn, I wish that was me. Yeah. Jerry's wife starts cutting cake. And as uh, Eve's pouring the lemonade, her hand is shaking. Which you can't see it shaking, but you hear the glass clinking. And Connor's like, oh boy, you sure are nervous. It's almost like a government narc is in your house. <laughs> it's almost like you're doing you're not something you're not supposed to. Mm, it's almost like you don't even know the full ramifications of this plan. Huh, how about that? She gives him some lemonade and Connor just kind of stands there reveling in this horrible tense mood he's created. He picks up the diagram paper and then looks at the calculations. And the camera is kind of like looking up at him. So you can see the diagram on the back and he's just like, oh damn, you sure did lose a lot of money based on these uh, numbers that are here. And we got a couple of tense shots of Bill and Jerry looking at each other like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's a lot of money, dumbass. All right. Put the paper back. Please stop looking at it. <laughs> and Jerry's like, Haha, well, maybe next week you can win it all back. And Connor's like, bold of you to assume there will be a next week, but okay. <laughs> Connor's like, all right, thanks for lemonade, bye. Bill walks him out, and he says, okay, well, I'll see you at work tomorrow, right? I'm not going to see you again spying on me anymore. And Connor's like, yeah. Oh, boy, check out these stars. Do you ever think about traveling to the stars? you ever think about how there's life over there on the other stars? And how you might be happy if you left this planet? Like, yeah, I, I guess I have. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I wonder if I can get you to say anything incriminating about leaving the planet. <laughs> I would love to arrest you right now. Mm. And Bill's like, yeah, sure, maybe it'd be nice. Okay. Connor mercifully finally leaves. And Bill shuts the door and he's like, gotta go! <laughs> right? Now, everybody, get your shit. And so Jody's like, what? Where are we going? And he's like, we're going to leave. We're leaving right now because in 48 hours, everything will be gone. It will be over. Jerry's like, yeah, we have to go now. And so they tell her the world's going to be destroyed and they're leaving the planet. Another part of their home decor that I enjoy. Yes. Is uh, there's a painting on the wall that's over like, over Jerry's shoulder. And it's just got a huge spiral and some arrows pointing up. Hmm. I love it. That's some, uh, futuristic decor right there. Yeah. That's what, uh, 1950s people thought the alien future would look like. Yeah. Yep. The, we can't prove it wrong. It's true. We've never <laughs> been to that planet because that planet got destroyed in a nuclear holocaust. And it was only 11 million miles away. It was only 11 million miles away, funnily enough. <laughs> Uh, but suddenly there's a uh, a ding-ding, or whatever it is. I don't remember. It's not a phone ringing. It's just like a ding. <laughs> and it's uh, their weird phone. It's funny, Amazon Prime, if you watch the episodes there, they have like little trivia bits. Mm -hmm. And one of their trivia bits was that um, this is an actual phone in the year 1960. What? It was a Swedish phone. Okay, like it was a Swedish more... brand. Okay. Because it's... Futuristic. Yeah, future <laughs> The Swedens are living in three thousand and eight, yeah. you know. They're they're way ahead there. So I know you didn't just make a, a I know you didn't do that on purpose. 
I did, though. You did, though? A, li- a little bit. Did you? We're all 2000 and late. <laughs> 2000 late teen. God. The production team chose it because it looked strange to American audiences. <laughs> Basically, what this phone looks like is it has a big flared base. You would think this was a sex toy, frankly. <laughs> and then the whole rest of it is like, you know... The reg- it's a curve. The regular curve of a phone. But then down in the base is like the rotary part where you would dial. Honestly, it's pretty neat. I like it. I I didn't know. I wouldn't have thought that it was a real phone just because they answered it by picking it up. Yeah. Which might not be how it actually works. They could just do it for the show. But I'm like, how could you just pick up a phone by answering it when there, there wasn't a cord either? There was a cord. There was? Yeah. Oh. Bill goes to answer it. It might be the phone. That's a joke that only you and I understand. <laughs> Ever. Uh, and I don't want to explain the backstory to that. No. Shout outs to... That lives in high school. A high school history teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and it's his boss calling. Sadly, and... we don't get to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't get to hear the other half of that conversation. No. Um, and they want him to come in tonight. To do work. Right now. You know, on the bomb right that now. you build. Right now. You can't leave the country. You right, have to work on a bomb. Right this fucking second. They're like, we're sending a car for you. And Bill's like, but I can't come to work. I'm... In bed. In bed, sleeping. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I don't give a fucking shit what you're doing. You're coming in and you're doing this bomb right now. We gotta go kill the space Russians. <laughs> space Russians. <laughs> it's true. So he hangs up the phone and he's like... Okay, well, we're going to leave before they get here. And so everyone rushes to go get their stuff, and Eve picks up the lemonade tray to go put it away, and is like, oh, wait, we're not coming back. We're leaving. (laughs) We're not coming back here. Uh, Rest in peace, pitcher of lemonade. And that cake. And cake. And everything in that house. Rest in peace, that whole funky house. Rest in peace, that whole planet. Rest in peace, that whole funky little planet. Funky little planet. Funky little planet. God. Gosh. Uh, so then they're driving very tensely. Driving. (laughs) Driving. The wheels are moving, sure. (laughs) They're not. The wheels are moving and everyone's kind of rocking. They're not going. They're they're rocking back and forth in the car. You know, you get the 1950, like, the the smoke machine passing by to see that you're going somewhere. They're not driving. Yeah, so they, they get to the airfield and it has a no trespassing sign on the gate by the order of the Ministry of Science. Nice. Why don't we have a Ministry of Science? I, I don't know. I mean, we we can't have a Ministry of Science now because who in the government would allow that now? Me. If I were in the government as well, I would also allow a Ministry of Science. But I'd also allow a Ministry of Magic, so who's to say? Mm. <laughs> we, 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 we do need a Ministry of Science. Oh, man. We should just add If Harry Potter something. was about extreme science and they had a Ministry of Science... Well, I'm, not, I'm not finishing that thought. It just would have been better. Well, somebody who uh, happened to write that series is kind of putting herself in the tank. Mm. So it's time for someone to step up and rewrite it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now it's about science wizards. <laughs> and what? You did this to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Harry yeah. Potter is mine now. It's about science wizards. Yeah. And uh, it's better. Yeah. It's just better. Also, Hermione is black. <laughs> Okay, everyone isn't white. Everyone's not white except Ron Weasley. Yeah. The Weasleys are, are white. Yeah. <laughs> Can't deny that. They're just, 
They're very. They're just like that. (laughs) They're just like that. (laughs) Oh god. And so we see off in the distance, the experimental aircraft that will leave the planet is a fucking flying saucer. Which uh, I love. You fucky little saucer. So uh, yeah, there's nothing special about it either. It's just It's literally just It's, it's like in the X Files I Wanna Believe poster. Just yeah, a little saucer. It's like the tattoo on my ankle. A little tiny saucer. The, the flying saucer. <laughs> and so uh the ladies wait in the car while the men get out and look out into the the dark of the field and wait for a flashlight to signal them. And then they flash the the headlights on once to, you know, signal. And then the person holding the light comes closer. And surprise! Surprise. It's Connor. It's everyone's favorite narc. It's everybody's favorite narc, Connor Karlick. And he's got a gun. Why isn't that, like, an ABC show, Everyone's Favorite Narc? Oh, I'm (laughs) sick. old down-on-his-luck narc. Yeah. Who's not good at his job. No. No. (laughs) Holy shit. Hello, the media? (laughs) I have to pitch you something. Yep, I love it. Good. It's great. Good. Oh, boy. (laughs) And Connor's like, yes, hello. He shines the flashlight up at his own face, which is... It's an implication that it's extremely dark and that they don't know who he is. But there's so much light in this scene. <laughs> there's so much light so you can see everybody. But, you know... At Con- 11 p.m. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, we don't know what their day lengths are like on this planet that's 11 million miles away. I love shows that are like have a weird amount of light at night, but it's just like, oh, it's the moon. It's like, no. No. The moon does give some light sometimes, but not that much. Not, not that much. <laughs> And he's like, all right, everybody be quiet while I hold you at gunpoint. (laughs) Ladies, get out of the car. Gentlemen, get in. Uh, We're going to go to the cops. And very slowly, Jerry and Bill are kind of backing away from the gate while Connor comes out. And he's like, hey, please hurry up and get in the car. And then the daughter does the one cool thing. The daughter does the coolest thing in this episode where she just opens the car door. Right into his hip. Right into his leg. Connor was going to leave these women to die out in the desert while he took these two men to the authorities, which... Yep. He sucks. Yep. Yeah! Bad narc! (laughs) Yeah, of course he sucks! I think he sucks! Are you just realizing that? I'm not just realizing it. But it it just hit me that, yeah, they would just die out there. Yeah. Or get picked up by a guard or something. I don't know. But um, she pushes the door on him, and then Jerry kind of tackles him a little bit against the car, and... Bill does the coolest thing in this episode. Also, they both do cool things. Two cool things. Yeah. Open the door on him, and then Bill jumps up over the hood of the car. And just kind of fucking puts him in a triangle hole. To put Connor in a headlock. And Jerry punches him out. And so they're like, okay, let's go. Time to go now. (laughs) Leave him on the ground. Get out. (laughs) Get out of here. They start driving onto the field, and then uh, the alarms start going off. And the man over the speaker is like, unauthorized vehicle. Someone alert the fucking security and tell the security to tell the vehicle to stop instead of just me saying it. (laughs) Me on the speaker. I have no authority to tell the vehicle to stop. Please go get Tom. (laughs) He can tell Jerry. Jerry will tell Mike. Mike knows where the keys are to unlock the thing to get the guns. Stop the vehicle. Just stop the vehicle. Our little squad here gets up to the ship. 
And then a couple of guards come out. You punch him. <laughs> Bill punches one out. They get up on the ship, and then another one's coming behind Jerry, and Jerry gives him a good Captain Kirk-style kick, <laughs> where he's a foot away, <laughs> and the dude just falls. Our little flying saucer whirs off into space. <laughs> These are definitely machine noises that Star Trek has as well. Oh, yeah. Star Trek t- took the same noises. Oh, yeah. That was the only thing available back then. Oh, yeah. They oh, had yeah. one beep-boop sound, <laughs> and damn, they were going to use it. It's <laughs> very true. Yeah. And so uh, inside this ship, there's just a big glass orb. With <laughs> As a, you do. With a gyroscope turning inside, and honestly, I love it. <laughs> and um, Well, Jess, why doesn't your new bedroom have a big orb with a gyroscope in it, huh? I haven't got it yet, but I have... It's in the mail! I have that coupon to overstock.com. <laughs> Okay, okay. Alright. Yeah, yeah. And there's also some uh, Doctor Who-ass light paneling on the walls. Always. Love it. Love it, love it. I guess Jerry flies this ship by looking into a microscope. (laughs) (laughs) They tried their best, okay? They were trying so hard. So hard. I I love it. And, uh, you know, Bill's just kind of walking around touching stuff and looking looking out the window. And, you know, everything's going well. And then Jerry looks out the window, too, and he's like, Yeah, all the stars are real far away, but not that one. That shiny one that we're flying towards. And Bill's like, Oh, man, I can't believe there's people out there. Jerry's like, Yeah. We're, you know, the planet we're heading for. It's the third planet from the sun. It's called Earth. 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 Which, that means our sun was his sun, too. What? If. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, you know how uh-huh. the Earth orbits the sun? Mm-hmm. What if there was another planet on the other side of the sun? And we were both always going around the sun, mm. so we could never see them because they were always on the other side. Mm-hmm. What if that? Yeah. It's like Earth's evil twin. There was- its name is Dearth. <laughs> Um, there's that new movie, The Cloverfield Paradox, on uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. and it's in line with the Cloverfield movies. Yeah. Which, you know, first one, Big Scary Monster. I yep. never actually watched it. Wasn't that great. Second I one, also don't like found footage movies. Me either. That's, it just looked dumb. <clears throat> Second one was John Goodman in, in a bomb shelter. Yep. Who like, And he kidnapped that lady. Yep. That was good. Okay. But at the end, there's still... She escapes. Spoiler. Sorry. Um, and there's still big, scary monsters on the horizon. Mm. And then they, they, like, come to the farm and try to attack them. Mm. Um, and the paradox is, like, a little iffy on the timeline, but it's still a Cloverfield thing, so there's still monsters coming. And then there's a space station, and it's, like, the only one that can help. They go through a little jump in time or space and end up on the other side. Oh, shit. And it is a little Earth's evil twin. Mm. And they're like, oh, should we just, like, this Earth isn't fucked up yet. Should we just stay here? And they're like, no, we can't do that. And there's some mutiny on the ship. Mm. A lot of people die. Mm. But it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I heard it wasn't good. I, I watched it, and it was pretty good. Okay. It's fair. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm not gonna... I could judge it a lot worse, but I'm not gonna. For what it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. For space mutiny and shit. 
Fair. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Alright. But yeah, it, is, it was a fun little <coughs> thing of... Not an evil twin, but there, it, was a, it was just a copy. Yeah. Everything was copied, and they're like, what if we stayed here? Hmm. So. Neat. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Not called dearth, you know. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you guys. Shame. I also did a bad job of explaining everything, because I watched it a very long time ago. Well, it came out a couple years ago, yeah. <sighs> no. Didn't it? No. Or did it come out, like, right after the Super Bowl? Was that that movie? Yes. Oh, okay. So, well, I mean, that was, like, a year ago, then. Yeah. It's fine if you don't remember it then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it was still a while ago. That's valid. It's valid not to remember things that you did earlier this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So then we get our uh, closing narration saying, you know, oh, they're leaving this planet on the brink of suicide, and they're going to go to Earth, but little do they know they're going straight into the Twilight Zone. Also called the Cold War. <laughs> also called, boy, are these poor aliens going to be surprised when they come to Cold War Earth. And boy, are these aliens going to be surprised when they see how we treat immigrants. And boy, are they maybe going to wish they had stayed on their dying planet. And They're going to be pretty mad when they find out we got bombs, too. Mm, boy, are they just not going to like it at all. Gosh. I really wanted to find out what happens to... Uh... Alien Earth, whether it actually gets completely ruined or not. I mean, I feel like it does. Yeah, but I just want confirmation. Yeah. Like, does it get fucked totally? <laughs> Earth wrecked, confirmed. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted. Could have been just one line of Jerry looking in the microscope being like, yeah, they did it. <laughs> or, like, yeah, like, since there's that giant window on this tiny little spacecraft, like, you see, like, you see on the other side of the space, you just see it blowing up. Oh no, the yeah. whole planet. <laughs> the whole planet. Oh gosh. Well, did you like this episode? It was pretty alright. Alright. Yeah, for you know, everyone's favorite narc. Everyone's favorite narc. <laughs> um, I like this episode a lot. I think this is horribly an, a an episode that has aged very well. Yep. It's bad. Which when a Twilight episode, episode ages well... He got something going on there. He got a... Uh, Worst timeline. <laughs> the darkest timeline. Uh, yeah, the, the production design is really good. Everything's putting together a good mood. It makes me very uns upset and uncomfortable because the concept of planetary annihilation is still relatable <laughs> in 2018. Yeah. And we truly live in the darkest timeline. <laughs> mm. <laughs> When we were at Sabers. <laughs> what about when we were at Sabers? When you put that, that Abe Lincoln hat on and you're like, mmm, about everything about Abe Lincoln. Slaves? Mmm. 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 I remember that now, yes. <laughs> Every opinion just has, mmm. Mmm. <laughs> if, I, if I still had a Facebook... Which I don't anymore. Hmm. You know how you can just fill in political views? You yeah. would just be, mm. <laughs> Don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Don't know about any of that. Mm, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> so how does this episode measure up against Third Rock from the Sun? <laughs> well, I have not seen all of Third Rock from the Sun. I have seen none of it, so you're... you're it's the, pretty fun. You're the expert on this. Oh, gosh. 
You're the third rock from the sun. Let's go. Give me strength. <laughs> go on. Um. Well, the show is a comedy, mm-hmm. whereas this is a very unsettling doom episode. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to compare them. Okay. Do it. Um. <laughs> On a scale of uh, zero to a hundred, John Lithgow's. How many do you give it? Oh, you know, seventy John Lithgow's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fuck. Is that our new scale now? We never did ratings before. <laughs> yeah, but now we have ratings. Now we have ratings, and they're just John Lithgow's <laughs> with no basis. Just John Lithgow's. <laughs> Is a lot of John Lithgow's good? I don't even know. <laughs> or is it like golf where the fewer John Lithgow's you have, the better? God. Uh, I was thinking the more the better. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Fair. <laughs> uh, well. Tune in next week for our new rating system. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go forward with this rating system. I guess. You know, if we remember to, who knows? Oh, this is gonna stick with me for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna just be thinking of John Lithgow all week. Good. Good. Is it? <laughs> Good. Is it? I don't know. I'll have to go watch Third Rock from the Sun now. All right. I don't know if it's anywhere yet, like streaming. I don't think anyone's put it anywhere. I can't no. remember. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Not HD yet. Well, do you want to hear what we're watching next time? <laughs> sure. Next time we will be watching episode 15, A Shot and Arrow Into the Air. Oh, and yeah. I just didn't care. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> That's the subtitle, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, the summary for this is really short. Uh, asteroids are deserted on what appears to be an uncharted asteroid. Try that again. Astronauts. You said asteroids. (laughs) You said asteroids are deserted on an asteroid. (laughs) Fuck. Okay. (laughs) Well, astronauts are deserted on what appears to be an uncharted asteroid. Okay. (laughs) Which, you know, I want to see little baby asteroids deserted on a big asteroid. I'd also watch that. True, I would also watch that. So this, this, or like, if asteroids just came to Earth and they're deserted that way, and I'm like, who's to claim them? Poor little baby asteroids. Exactly. Who, Who will help them? Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is another one of those men on an asteroid episodes. But no sex robot. No sex robot. Also, I wonder if this is the one that I'm thinking of, because there's definitely... I can remember two men on asteroids episodes. One where a guy finds a little civilization and becomes their god, and the other one where they get they just get real paranoid, wondering if they're ever going to be rescued, and I... Th- Probably that one. I think one of them kills one of the other ones. It sounds... It's, yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. Thanks for spoiling that. Sorry. <laughs> no. I, I'm, I'm saying what I thought it was. I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll be watching that next time. Uh, and we'll be kind of back on a schedule again. We're going to get back on that Look schedule. Look at us. Check us out. Yeah. We're trying. We're going to try once a week again. We're going to... Get back to it. It was mostly, I had a pretty decent schedule, and I had the same night off all the time, and Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen so much anymore. That's unfortunate. And I have to go to work soon. Yep. (laughs) 
got a little time. Okay. Still. <laughs> Still, though, yeah, we used to be able to do it whenever the fuck we wanted. So that was that was why we were so on schedule last time before when we started. Yeah. We'll get back at it again. Yeah. So until next time, everybody, uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can hit us up at the Spooky Spot on Twitter, or we have an email, uh, spookyspotpod at gmail.com. Yeah. And also, I think we're on iTunes. Oh. Because I... Okay. I don't want to, like... What'd you do? Drag Apple really hard, except I do, but I won't. Yeah. It's... It took me fucking months to figure it out. Because, like, all the instructions are real simple. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, you just go to, you know, Podcast Connect... And you put in your RSS feed, and then, you know, iTunes will review it and do whatever. But, you know, first I had to make an Apple account, and then it just never let me log in. It just never let me log into the thing. And so I'm like, okay. And I'm like, maybe I have to have multiple verifications done. So I did, and it was like, oh, you have to wait two weeks for this, you know, second system verification to go through. And I'm like, you kidding me? It would make me accept the terms and conditions like 12 times and then just say, I can't log in. And I'm like, it took, this was like a weeks long process. (laughs) But finally I submitted the RSS feed. Uh And hopefully by the time this comes out, they have reviewed it and we are on iTunes. Because I'm not going to actually check because I'm not downloading iTunes onto my computer again because it's a cursed program. I might have it. Okay. Well, you can check if we're there. Might have it. Uh, Dear listener, if we are on iTunes, um, you can rate and review us. We on the iTunes now. That's the end. I will try to... You go rate and review us. Oh, shit. I can do that. (laughs) They suck. Two stars. This show sucks. I like John Lithgow way too much. (laughs) They talked about John Lithgow for like 20 minutes. (laughs) We talk about a lot of things for just 20 minutes. We go on a little tangent. Yeah. The opening of this episode was a disaster. Not sorry. <laughs> Not sorry at all. Our opening narration is done by my friend Tamara. You can find her on Tumblr and Twitter at Total Spiffage. She's super cool. <laughs> she does voiceover stuff. It's fun. Yay! <laughs> anything else? Am I forgetting anything else? No. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, till next time, stay spooky. Oh. Hey. Oh. Who's talking to you? You mute that shit. Who's talking? Who the fuck? Who the fuck? Yeah, friends. <laughs> Welcome to the Twilight Zone podcast where you can't have friends. Oh, shit. <laughs>